Wow. Good morning, friends. Uh, I begin with a wow. What a strange morning. It is 4.37 a.m., June 16th. Woke up this morning. It's really struggling with uh, my allergies. The heat is really cranking up here in South Central Iowa. Very early for 100-degree temperatures. Um, Got up. Internet wasn't working. It's just one of those off-kilter mornings. So... Bear with me. Um, I'll try not to uh, hack and sneeze into the uh, into the old recording too much. Uh, I do always want to live into uh, my promise to myself and to anyone who listens diligently uh, to give a podcast every day. So uh, I am sitting here uh, preparing to go to work. Preparing for very long hours. Uh, I work nine hours a day. Uh, we seem to be stuck on permanent overtime, and uh, that nine hours really can feel pretty, pretty exhausting when it's a hundred degrees. It usually means it's going to be about ninety inside the building I work. So, uh, enough of me whining. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the fact that everything that we need to be, we already are. And, and you know, things like a job, things like life, things like raising kids, they all have something to do with this. Because often we get frustrated, we get wistful, we, we, our imagination kicks in and we start to dream about winning the lottery or, or not having to go work or, or even if you love your job, maybe having something other than what you have. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, If you have great challenges in your life, maybe someone you love very much is not well. Maybe uh, you're dealing with someone in your life or you yourself who struggle with addictions. You know, there is a time to work on change. There is a time to apply that ability to rearrange reality, to change reality, to apply that and to, and to find a different way of, of being that's more healthy. Uh, quick example, and maybe a little bit of a brag here going on. Um, I've, I've lost about 20, 23 pounds, uh, feeling better. Uh, it's something I need, I've needed to work on. And so, you know, if you've got those things in your life, you know, work on them, but never forget that what we're doing when we have a spiritual life, when we seek spiritual understanding, is we're not reaching out for something other than us. Uh, that the spiritual journey is an inward journey of of discovery or rediscovery uh, of who we really are. And I just want to give you that reminder this morning because it is so easy. It's so easy to, to other ourselves, you know. I want to be something other, or I need something other. And the fact is that, you know, you are right where you're at. Maybe there's some changes you need to make. Maybe uh, you uh, need a new job. Maybe you need to get in better shape. Maybe you need to 
finish a, a degree. Maybe you need to start a degree. Maybe you need, you know, whatever it is that uh, you aspire to, those things are important and they can't be forgotten. But never forget that wherever you go, new job, new relationships, new town, new way of thinking, wherever you go, there you are. And we can't forget that. We can't forget that wherever we take ourselves, that there we are. And what it means to be there with ourselves is really, really what this podcast is always about. Because if we take false ways of understanding, if we take false concepts about ourselves or about reality or about God or about the universe with us, if we're not constantly asking the question about the meanings of things, if we're not constantly trying to discover something deeper, more real, more subtle, uh, often more subtle, then... You know, we can go get a degree and not have any change. We can go get a new job and still bring that same angst, that same doubt with us. The work that has to be done in spirituality, folks, is not a work that goes from the inside out. It goes from within to within to within. What I mean by that is this, that... You can never change enough circumstances in your life to be fulfilled. You have to change your perceptions of yourself, your perceptions of reality in order to affect real change. That real change comes from your perceptual apparatus, your perceptual understanding of life. I have always said, and I never really fully understood it probably till probably the last five to ten years. You know, I've always said that someone can have the most meaning, um, uh, menial job there is, right? You can uh, work shoveling garbage, let's say. And it can be the most satisfying, wonderful thing if you're really you. Uh, I don't know if there is a job. There probably is a job shoveling garbage. But I would imagine most people who shovel garbage probably dream of something else. My point is this, that wherever you go, there you are. And so the change has to come from a a perceptive thing. It has to come from how we view ourselves. And if we can view ourselves as loving and kind and authentic, uh, then we become more satisfied with where we're at. And if we need to change, we have a greater ability to change. Or if we're not able to change, at least we can find some satisfaction in the places that life uh, leads us to. You may feel stuck in your job. Well, it's how you perceive it. And and trust me, folks, I've had some pretty bad jobs in my life. But it's really, let me get a drink here. It's how you perceive that that really matters. I'm not saying you don't need to change it. I'm, I'm certainly not saying to stay in relationships that aren't healthy. Sometimes you got to make change, you know. I'm losing weight. i got to make that change. 
I get it. I understand it. There are things that we have to work on in life. Life is not a passive thing. It has to be engaged. It is where we're at. But how we perceive ourselves in the midst of living life is really vital. It's really important. Uh, let me give you an example of what I mean. Probably an extreme example, but I don't know. Maybe you've thought this yourself. One of the questions, I, you know, in my journey as a, as a professional religious person, which I no longer am, I, I had just a couple recurring questions from people. And because, you know, an institution gives you the mantle of this authority, people believe you have the answer. Well, you're only going to find the answer yourself. But uh, people would come to me and say, why is God punishing me? You know, life put them in a place where they didn't want to be. Maybe their relationship fell apart. Uh, maybe they had an illness or someone died in their life. Or maybe an accident happened. And automatically, in order to frame reality, people will say, you know, uh, I'm being punished. Or I'm being um, corrected. Or, or something external to who I really am. Uh, is is causing this, and I would try to share with them that you know a lot of this is just life, and I know that's terrifying because it means you have no control. But it really is the truth, folks. <laughs> well, there are some things we can control. We can go the speed limit, wear our seatbelt, be a safe driver, and someone still can come in our lane and hit us head on. Uh, so. I would try to explain to these folks that, you know, life just happens and sometimes that's the way it is. Well, you know, they would look at me like, what are you talking about? Aren't, aren't, you know, aren't you the religious guy who believes in this all powerful white haired dude who, no, I never was that. And that's part of why I'm not there anymore. Uh, but I've had that thought too, right? Oh, woe is me. Why, why is the big angry God punishing me? I don't know if you've seen the movie Bruce Almighty. It's it's a really good movie, Jim Carrey movie from the early 2000s where uh, his character, Jim Carrey's character, struggles with that notion of, of God picking on him. Uh, and he, he comes to find out that, that things are more free and things are more about choices and about going inward than he ever thought. And I just want to tell you that, that life is going to happen to us, and it, it can be frightening. And there may be things that devastate us. There is no question. But it's not punishment from some angry deity. It's not, you know, past life karma. Uh, it is what life is. It is both creative and destructive. We live in, we have one foot in dualism all the time. We have one foot in that life where crap happens. Uh, it can be uncomfortable. It can be uh, frustrating. However, everything we need to discover who we really are, uh, we already have. And that life can can serve as a tool to help us get there 
or it can, if we put enough conceptual thinking on it, if we put enough fourth grade, third grade theology on top of our life, we'll, we'll never find real satisfaction. And then we'll have to go seek these emotional highs and call that faith, right? There's a reason people go to uh, synagogues and temples and churches weekly, daily, is because they have to have that recharge of what they perceive to be real. You know, and again, I'm always going to say this. If, if you practice a religion and it helps you, good for you. What I'm saying is that regardless of what your religion is, regardless of what your status in life is, regardless of where you're at, we all have this equal thing. It's called our humanity. And our humanity is the tool in order to deepen our spirituality because they are the same thing. And the religion, the politics, the ideas, the philosophy, the uh, philosophies we buy into, the conceptual thinking we buy into, these are just layers of things we pile on top of that core truth that we are spiritual beings. And when we really own that, that allows us to begin to change. Because regardless of what religion you might go to, or what politics you might believe, or what school or what business you might run or job you might have, your wherever you go, there your humanity is. And that's where this work has to be done. And you have everything you need with you if you are willing to cha challenge those perceptive notions, if you're willing to challenge the fact that you, or the, let me say it this way, if you're willing to challenge the, the trained responses that you have in this life, then transformation is available regardless of what circumstances are in our lives. There you have it, my friends. Thank you for your almost 15 minutes of time. I hope this was helpful, and we'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.